our dream i am dreaming to see i want to see a female speaker coming from this community that's my dream so our dream is really to see that we expand and we get recognition a women led social enterprise i am dreaming to see a community a society that is self reliant far much outside poverty Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Young Women Transform podcast. I'm Heather Risley with USAID's Office of Education, and I'm Lindsay Wolf with Youth Power Learning. We hope you found these conversations as rich and inspiring as we have. In this episode, we're wrapping up our journey in Uganda and preparing for our next adventure to Kenya. A lot of what propels these young people who we've been hearing from throughout the podcast are their hopes and dreams for themselves and for their community. We figured we'd end this segment by sharing what they hope for in the future. Before we go, Lindsay, any final thoughts going into this last episode? Overall, it has been great to see the progress that SafePlan has made since I last visited Nientonze three months ago. It's exciting to see things come together, and I'm very hopeful about the future for them. Definitely, me too. It's been a privilege to meet these impressive young people and hear their stories. Annette, the executive director of SafePlan, is taking her leadership role seriously and is an inspiration to other young women in our community. We think it's appropriate to begin our conversations with her. Moving forward, what are you most excited about for the future? I'm looking at our community, our society, where women and girls are living to their pot- are living full of their potentials and they actively contribute to their development that's what i'm so much excited and it is maybe what is, it is like my living dream so uh, i want to leave the legacy <laughs> me individually i want to leave the, the legacy in the community even though tomorrow i'm not in self plan uganda i'm not in masindi but at least uh, someone will talk about me that uh, she was here she was doing like this she was passionate about this so um i'm i'm not looking at my personal development but i'm looking at uh, the development of the community i live in how can i impact the community how can i change my own community i live in you might remember ronald from previous episodes He's the project coordinator at SafePlan. As we got to know him, his ability to connect with young people and really understand their needs is obvious. Here he is sharing his thoughts about where SafePlan is going. What do you need to grow your program to make it more successful, reach more young people? Well, we need uh, to have a bigger team because our human resource is less in number and... uh, there's much work down there at the community level. Uh, we need to, to expand these services, not looking at one village, at least looking at the sub-county as a whole, because it's the same area which is being affected by the same problem, and uh, many are still left out who need to be, who need to be addressed. And uh, also, I would wish to see when we have a skilling center around there, that can be community owned or based by those people so that uh, they can easily transform themselves from from what they are going through. So human source, uh, more, 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 more physical assets that can help us ride faster or maybe drive faster in, in, in hardships because you find that uh, maybe in rainy seasons, it's always hard for us to reach there and 
and maybe also hard to 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 intervene with the community leaders so maybe if you have a team which is near them uh, which has set a, maybe a simple office or center down there it can always be easy for us to reach up to them we were really lucky to get sandy's time if you remember he's the local government representative in Niantonze. His commitment to the community on behalf of a government that often feels disconnected from daily rural life is commendable. More than most, he really drove home the message that youth can be the solutions to the problems they face and that the community should really work together to address challenges. Here he is again speaking with Lindsay. What does a successful future look like for the young people who live in Niantonze? Yeah, the, the, future, the future is very, very bright. Uh, some time back, I did make a comment. There is a paradox here that uh, whereas we drop very many children out of school, but our children are very bright, very, very bright. Indeed, if you looked at those ones who are able to go out to study, who are given the opportunity, they are always among the best, meaning that if they are given opportunity, if they are put somewhere, these children have a bright future. The community has a bright future. I think we all remember Daniel at this point. As the programs manager at Safe Plan, he keeps the wheels turning and is always thinking of new and creative ideas to expand programming. And what do you need to grow your programs? Now, for us to grow our program, <clears throat> we need to improve on our capacity in terms of staff, then uh, we shall need a bit of more training, networking with other partners to share uh, good practice, resources that we can assimilate into our systems so that uh, we reduce the cost of going to train formally and come back implement programs. So uh, if we have a further support, we want to a little long-term support. This has been very good support to us for 12 months. It's a reasonable amount of money. But if we had an extension of maybe two years, the, you can, we can be evaluated three years. It would really uh, uh, expand our program. Because there, we shall be sure that uh, our stoves will not go into rent. It would do other community work. We are sure of rent. The staff are comfortable. Uh, the, the facilities are there to reach them to the field so we can mobilize very freely without any hindrance. Moving forward, what are you most excited about? Uh, we are, are most excited about our ambition. Our plan is really burning to us. We feel that uh, we need to reach there. We are looking at really uh, a large, <coughs> well-established social enterprise we have read stories from Latin America and the Caribbean where people are doing good job. They are progressing because they are together, they are in a cooperative system. They have, the members have a lot of benefit, the community have benefit in terms of jobs and they have, they command larger grants, larger support. It may not be only grants, but it may be equity funds, deputy and so on, but right now, we can't because we don't have, we have not reached that level. They are, we think that there are people outside, out there who have money to invest, but they cannot invest when there are no proper structures. So 
we are excited at becoming that what that dream we are trying to dream to be the largest in the region and we could be like uh, we can be Dutchmen like those other people we are reading in the uh, other reports. Well, I think you answered my last question, but what are your dreams for this program? Uh, uh, <laughs> you may actually have answered. Maybe I will just re-emphasize. <laughs> <laughs> the leading producer of honey in East Africa, a women-led social enterprise that really uh, takes women at a greater percentage than men and targeting mostly rural women because the uh, urban women are already better off. Uh, we are looking at very vulnerable people with a low level of education so that even them, they can support their little ones so that this issue of illiteracy, uh, my child is not learned, it should not be there anymore. Every person has a dream for themselves and their future. Identifying goals and thinking big is a positive motivator when life gets hard. So what are the dreams of staff at Safe Plan? I want to see... Uh like a female speaker coming from this community in the parliament. That's yeah. great. Yes, yeah. that's my dream. I think I'm looking at her. <laughs> <laughs> Our dream, really, we want to be leaders in, in, in technology, in training. Training. Our dream is to train and to improve the living standard of the, the youth. You see, youth is hard rich, but we have taken it and we shall have the chance because as we know their problem, we are able to reach them. So our dream is to see that there is more training going on. There is more, do we get more tools? You get more financial assistance. And from there, we expand in this district. This district has many, uh, the area is big, but we have just been only at Buobe with the women, young women group. We are needed in many other areas because I said we have five fold areas. There is need for training this uh, young girls, young boys. There's need for gender, going human rights, getting funds to get, teach them on human rights, the, the girls and boys, which we are lacking. So our dream is really to see that we expand and we get recognition from CBO to an NGO by in the, in the district. That's my dream. <laughs> our dream is really to increase and to make people live an abundant life. I am dreaming to see a community, a society that is self-reliant, far much outside poverty and vulnerability, exposure to epidemics and pandemics. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We're done. So we've come to the end of our first week and we'll be continuing our journey shortly uh, over to Kenya. But we have really learned so much from our time with the Safe Plan staff here in Uganda. And for me, I think what stood out the most is the variety of activities that the Safe Plan project 
has going and the interconnectedness and the holistic approach that they have put in place. Uh, and you can just tell the commitment that, uh, that from the staff to the youth in the community and the passion that they have for young women in particular and really fighting all of the extreme challenges that young women face um, both in Masindi as well as in the small village of Niantonze and just the passion the staff has for trying to tackle these really hard challenges with not a lot of resources. So it was just a really inspiring trip overall. Um, it just sort of made me feel good about the work that USAID is funding. And I think we just got really a lot out of this. What, how about you, Lindsay? What did you think? I would definitely agree with all of those points. I also enjoyed hearing how the staff has really been committed for a long time. Many of them were volunteers before they were brought on as paid staff. They've been really intentional about the youth that they're reaching, those that are out of school, the most vulnerable, those without any other opportunities than those that Safe Plan can provide. And even in Niantonze, really reaching those young mothers who need some kind of economic activity to help support their families. Absolutely. I mean, it was very clear that, you know, not a lot of, it didn't seem like a lot of other organizations, you know, donors or other or other sort of outside NGOs were really active in these areas. So you could really tell that the need was um, was really strong and the, the work that these people are doing is really just amazing. So looking forward, uh, we will be heading back and it's about a five-hour drive from here in Masindi back to Entebbe and then on to another flight uh, over to Nairobi and in Nairobi we'll be uh, visiting the Kibera settlement and this is to visit uh, the organization called the Kibera Community Empowerment Organization. So I think we'll really be struck by the difference in context when we get to Kenya for sure since this is an urban uh, environment and not a rural environment which is sort of where we've been in Uganda so far so I'm really looking forward to learning how they how the KCEO organization really approaches this sort of similar goals but in a very different context so I think that'll be really interesting yes I agree they're working with um also a vulnerable population, but particularly disabled young mothers and caregivers for disabled children who really struggle in the environment of Kibera to do any kind of income generating activities. And KCEO's prize winning activity works to incubate these young mothers to help support their entrepreneurial enterprises. So we've got a full day of travel ahead of us and we'll be seeing you all next in Kenya. Remember, you can always learn more at the following websites, youthpower.org or education links at www.edu-links.org. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app.